Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes, in for our political director, David Chalian. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, December 13th. Congress has a lot to accomplish before the holidays with some hard and soft deadlines. And Republican Speaker Showdown is heating up. A hard deadline is quickly approaching. Congress has until midnight Friday to avert a government shutdown. And lawmakers have yet to reach an agreement on a massive full-year spending package known as the omnibus. They have two options to avoid a shutdown. Come to an agreement on an omnibus spending bill or kick the can yet again and address it in January. For now, Congress is on track to pass a week-long extension known as a continuing resolution, or CR for short to at least avert a Friday shutdown and give appropriators more time to figure out a deal. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer said today he believes the chamber will move on a CR to fund the government through December 23rd tomorrow or Thursday. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said today on the Senate floor he's hopeful negotiators will reach a deal on a year-long funding bill. I remain hopeful because despite disagreements about the ultimate package, there's little disagreement that an omnibus is by far the best solution for funding the government. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell also expressed some omnibus optimism today, but gave a time frame on when a deal should be reached. I would say this needs to be finished no later than late evening on the 22nd. Uh, we intend to be on the road going home on the 23rd. We intend not to be back here between Christmas and New Year's. And if we can't meet that deadline, we'd be happy to pass a short-term CR into uh, early next year. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin is warning against moving the government funding fight into next year. That would just invite more negotiating and obstruction. This fiscal year began October 1st. Let's get this job done this year and do it before Christmas. You may be asking why Durbin thinks there could be omnibus obstruction if lawmakers don't act now. Look no further than some Republicans' latest comments. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy told members in a closed-door meeting today that he's a, quote, hell no on the omnibus spending package, even though there isn't an official agreement on funding levels yet. Republican Senator Josh Hawley agrees. I certainly don't support an omnibus. I mean, listen, we just elected, I say we, the voters, just elected the Republican House. Why not let them weigh in on this? This shows how difficult it'll be if negotiators fail this month. A divided government would have to work with a Democrat president to get this done, which isn't impossible, but much harder, of course. Lawmakers are about $26 billion apart from reaching an omnibus deal. That's what the ranking member of the Senate Appropriations Committee, Richard Shelby, has said. And the committee chair, Patrick Leahy, told CNN that if the two sides can't reach a deal, then Democrats will move on a year-long stop measure to punt the new deadline to September 30th. Negotiators have quite the challenge in front of them because both parties can't agree on what the government should spend money on. Republicans are critical of Democrats' recent domestic spending, arguing it's wasteful and contributing to high inflation. Democrats counter by saying those spending bills were necessary to help the U.S. recover from the pandemic and tackle the climate crisis and healthcare costs for Americans. Another hard deadline is January 3rd. That's when the newly elected Congress will be sworn in. And it's not clear who will be Speaker of the House then. McCarthy has been struggling to nab all 218 votes needed to become Speaker. 
Even though Republicans will have a slim majority in the House next Congress, it seems McCarthy's down just enough votes to put his path to the gavel in jeopardy. The latest item in the GOP's internal negotiations, the motion to vacate. Don't worry if you're not familiar. It's a niche rule that allows any member to bring up a vote to get rid of the speaker at any time. And it could be the only way McCarthy convinces some members to support him. The House is set to hold another rules meeting tomorrow where they'll debate the issue. It's been causing some major debate among Republicans. Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry is part of the group that wants to reinstate the rule. We're interested in resolving this question before January 3rd, but the question has to be resolved. There's no CEO in the country that doesn't have accountability. There's nobody that goes to work every day that doesn't have accountability. The country can't wait two years for an accountability. So there, there has to be some solution here. We're actively seeking it. We're not there at this moment. Now take a listen to Texas GOP Congressman Dan Crenshaw, who says the GOP has already settled on its candidate for speaker. You can't govern with a gun to your head, you know, and, and that's what they're asking for. Um, it, it makes us highly unstable. Um, it, it lays out the potential, too, for Democrats to take advantage of this. Um, and create absolute chaos within our own conference. You, you can scream the word accountability all you want. In the end, okay, it, is, it is just a path to chaos, not stability. The soon-to-be House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries addressed today whether Democrats would vote for a moderate Republican for Speaker should McCarthy fail on his bid for the gavel. I'm trying to get every vote that I possibly can right now on January 3rd and expect that Democrats will come together uh, in that regard. Certainly, that is my hope. We have to organize on the Democratic side. Uh, they have to organize on the Republican side. Let's see what happens on January 3rd. The Senate also has to vote on the must-pass National Defense Authorization Act. The House passed a version of the bill that authorizes $858 billion in annual defense spending last week. It's expected to pass the chamber this week before it can be signed into law by President Joe Biden, who signed another bill into law today. The antidote to hate is love. This law and the love it defends strike a blow against hate in all its forms. And that's why this law matters to every single American, no matter who you are or who you love. Same-sex and interracial marriages are now officially protected under federal law after President Biden signed the Respect for Marriage Act today, another bipartisan accomplishment from Congress in this lame duck session. And if lawmakers can find the time, they could also raise the debt ceiling, determine what to do with former President Donald Trump's taxes, and wrap up the work of the January 6th House Select Committee. As you can imagine, that's a big task, and most of those points won't likely get done. Let's start with the debt ceiling. Currently, the U.S. debt ceiling is $31.4 trillion. We're probably going to max that out in the coming weeks, putting the pressure on Congress to raise it again soon. That's setting up a major fight for early next year. Congress first set a limit on government borrowing more than a century ago. Since then, they've raised it almost 100 times. So what makes this fight such a big deal? Well, Republicans want to use the borrowing limit as a bargaining chip to force spending cuts next year once they control the House. Another issue caused by the change of power, the House Ways and Means Committee finally has six years of Trump's tax returns. But now it must decide what to do with them in a few weeks. There's probably no time for a thorough review, and Republicans probably won't investigate come January. Democrats could make some information public, but just releasing his returns could cause issues, since Democrats asked for them in order to scrutinize the IRS's audit policy. 
And lastly, Republicans have said that once they take control of the House, they'll shut down the January 6th House Select Committee. They then plan to flip the script and investigate the committee for its activity. That's holding the panel's toes to the fire while they prep their report for release on December 21st. We're also waiting to see if the committee refers Trump or members of his inner circle to the Justice Department for prosecution or to other entities like the House Ethics Committee. No word from committee chair Congressman Benny Thompson on how many people will be referred, but he did tell reporters today that they will have one more public meeting on Monday, December 19th, and will cover the names of people facing criminal referrals as well as the basis for those referrals. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.